Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! It all falls down. And I'm going to take over from Megan. Yes, Megan's not here. Down. All right, Megan, this is for you. Oh, make it all falls down. All falls show for ABC's Blackish. Nice. We are here and loving this last episode. Oh, we are ready to talk about yeah. it. I'm your host, Courtney Tesno. Keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter, Instagram, all social media. And I am joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, girl. Hi, everybody. I am your host, Shaprentis Lynn. Now you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaprentis Lynn with two N's. What's up, guys? It's your host, Stacey Ike. Ready to chat. Um, have my phone charged. Um, you guys can check me on Twitter and Instagram at One Takes Face. Yes. All right, and use the hashtag ABTV Blackish. And for everybody just tuning in, be sure to like and subscribe. You can listen to us on iTunes. We have a lot of places mm-hmm. where you can keep in touch with Blackish. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive right in. This one was called Keeping Up with the Johnsons. Now, when I first saw this title, I thought we were going to get some Kardashian vibes, and I was very, very yeah, happy that that was yeah. not how this went. Yes. Whew. Okay, so how, how? first of all, overall theme, one word. What did you think of this episode? Necessary, relevant, mm. like <laughs> yes, to a T, to yes. a T, because black people and our money, our spending habits are. I wasn't even thinking about this. I'm so happy they touched what? on it. I was you after were. Christmas. I was like looking at my bank account, like Jesus, be a fence. And, like, <laughs> and then I realized, and I, I just had this conversation literally just a second ago with a coworker, and I was like, you know, you gotta, you can't spend like that, and mm-hmm. I, and that's what I was doing. I was. Spending not, not planning, not, not planning, yeah. and just like, oh, I got it, so I'm about to ball out. And, oh. and then Christmas came, and I was broke. <laughs> but see, I think timing was wonderful, because come on, tax season, everybody thinks that they're about to be balling mm-hmm. with their refund checks, mm-hmm. but no. I'm very glad that we went ahead and talked about this, because black people, we need to get our finances Absolutely. together. Yes. Not just black people, because it's people, blackish. Right. Yeah. We need to get our finances together. Middle class America. Come mm, on. Yes. Okay. I, I thought the episode was so, like, I don't think, first of all, laughing, the realness, the the way everything was shot, the word, the li- like, everything. I had so many quotes, just like Courtney said earlier, so many quotes to write down, so many points, and I did not expect to, you know, sometimes when we watch the show, it's easy to just, like, have fun and come on and chit- chat chit chat about it but I had so many things to say yeah, yeah. yeah. like I even wrote down my mom's number I said call her later like we have to talk about it so I mean I just I am so happy this episode was awesome I think it might have been my favorite Grammar Ruby was the only thing missing but other than that really really good but we did get a surprise appearance from Bo's yeah. mom which yeah. was really nice yeah, we've been begging great. for that so that's good yeah okay let's go ahead and talk because the first quote I saw in this episode was I mean, we have these spending habits because we didn't get a paycheck for 400, 400 years. <laughs> I wrote the same one down. It's, I mean, it, he had a point. I was like, well, maybe 
Maybe that is what. Maybe we was like, oh, we got money now. We gonna spend. We ain't used to having. But right. that's what it is. We're not used to having money. But why okay. are we not used to it? Everyone's not born into the same type of family. Mm-hmm. We're not used to it as a culture. Majority. I mean, I think at the culture. Yeah. I think that's what they were trying to say in this episode is that it's a cultural thing. We yeah. feel like we have money. We need to spend it in. I don't. I think we need to break that because Pops made a good point. They were living paycheck to paycheck right. back in the day, and that was acceptable. Like we have overcome. Come on, yes, right. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Heck yes, but now, girl. like he said, it's our job to be financially responsible. Because come on, we for everyone that has gone off to and got an education, right. there's no excuse now. We're educated enough. We need to pay attention yeah. in our business classes and really take care of our families. We're exactly. supposed to have kids next. Exactly. Yeah, that's our point. So that that was such a true statement. Mm-hmm. I felt a little bad because I definitely yelled at you guys, not yelled at you guys, but yelled <laughs> with you guys just a few months ago about my finances mm-hmm. and about tax season and like just not knowing what to do and I realized definitely took that business class though. Yeah. yeah. So what did I write down? Yeah. Like, you I know, took a, so that, yeah. yeah. And I, I think for me, it, I felt Bo, how Bo was feeling. It's something that you kind of feel ignorant about. Right. You don't know how to really approach right. it. No one's really taught you. And not that our parents haven't taught us, but it's just something that you kind of have to go and really seek right. that type of information. Right. It's not something that's going to fall into your lap. And so we just think like, oh, as long as I have enough, Mm. But see, now my thing is, and I wrote down that too about teaching about you know our parents not teaching about what Pop said. It if if it, it was like that, I know what my parents. It was like that. They they didn't have finances to plan for. Mm-hmm. It was as long as you got a roof and food, like that's it, because that's where all the money's gone. We don't have no extra money to figure out if, if stocks and bonds. Right, and, right. So I never learned about stocks and bonds and financial planning, and that's and that's when I wrote. It's not up to our parents to teach no. us because they weren't in that situation. Yeah. They weren't blessed with the opportunities that we have. So it's up for us. It's up to us to learn about finances and do the financial planning and then teach the next generation. And be diligent So we can be better. Yeah. yeah. I think we, we just really forget about it. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we can really make our dollars spread mm-hmm. and stretch if we really take the time to learn about what it means to be yeah. responsible because the paycheck to paycheck, huh, mm, we are in well, an economic downfall, whatever the term right. is. It's just not the time to not be responsible with finances. Well, mm-hmm. what I couldn't understand is at first when the episode started, I thought that they were over-exaggerating a bit because they were, they have a nice house. They have a nice life. One moment you guys had like didn't get paid and everything's ruined. Like I, I was like, you guys got to be a little yeah. bit more prepared than that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, later in the episode when he was talking to Pops, he was like, basically we live paycheck to paycheck. Even though they're bond paychecks, we spend them so fast. And I was like, okay, this correlation makes a lot more sense because I'm thinking you and Bo have great jobs. Mm-hmm. You are obviously paying the mortgage and you're doing this and whatever. But what he was trying to say is we get it great and then we spend it great and then we're back to the same thing in two weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like. That's too familiar. Now, look, here's here's the thing that I noticed in the episode. Why is it that we as a people, and not just black people, we as a, uh, in our class, middle class, we try so hard to look like we have it all together. And when we, they realize that they looks like they have all their stuff together, their kids are taken care of in private school. They really don't. So why do we feel like we have to look a certain part, have the latest iPhone just to fit in? That was the quote I put down. And this isn't for middle class, it's for black people. We dress the part to get the part. Okay. And that's what I feel like, because I, I feel that in, in this industry and in my life. Like, I feel like if I don't look 
the park, no one's going to take me seriously. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, look at this little poor little black girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's like... There is that stereotype. Um, yeah. and I'm, I'm glad that they're talking about it because that's one thing that black people are so proud of. We are problem. Everything is on point. Mm-hmm. It's hair it's, on fleek. When you said not... <laughs> I literally wrote down not repeating an outfit once. I was like, that's like a compliment. Like, I... Because I don't like... I don't do it. I don't do it. So... <laughs> you see, you mix and match. You mix and match. I'm saying, like, I'd it. hurt... Of course it's not like... I'm not balling out of control by any means. I'm just saying that I, I'm a frugal shopper, but I'm a shopper. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. Shopping is unnecessary. Like, when Dre was like, oh, I can't delay shoes, I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, you guys, there's so much to change. And then Yara had your shoes. And I haven't even broke them in. Stop I got them it. six months ago. Anyway, continue. Continue. I just, I felt, I just felt so much this episode. Very, very good. Very, very I good. I think it is true. It's a good point that they brought out, is that we feel like we have to, what was the exact quote? Dress, Dress the, the part, part just to, to get, get the part. That you already have. That don't you already have. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. And um, it's something that I don't think everybody can really understand, but Honestly, black people in when you get it to a certain level, you have to be perfect mm. because it you already stand out. You can't change w- the way that you look, but you already stand out. So I feel like us dressing a certain way makes us feel like not that we blend cuz you know black people we kind we stand out with our clothes, mm-hmm. but I feel like um there's just a certain level that we have to be at that not everybody else has to be at and I, it is true it's true. Mm-hmm. As, mm-hmm. I, I agree. No, it's very cuz and like I <sighs> A white guy can put on a, a outfit and Kirkland's, Kirkland's and then <laughs> you can put a black man right next to him in the same outfit and go into a job interview and I guarantee you they're going to look at this black man a lot differently than they're going to look at the white man because of the color of his skin and because now if the black man put on a suit like a you know Stacey Adams or something you know head to toe Stacey Adams really ain't know. I don't Stop know <laughs> but you know a nice tailor Italian cut Dolce, suit Dolce Gabbana Gucci something yeah. and then Kirkland's I mean, then maybe you'd be like, okay, maybe we can see. You know, it'll be a e- it'll be on an even playing field. Then I mean, you see it at all the war. I mean, again, we're speaking from a perspective of our industry and kind of where we live. I think this is also a wide thing too. But our experience comes from what we've been dealing with and what we've seen. Um, and so I think the most time I notice this is when we do stuff like award shows or mm-hmm. things like that. I saw a celebrity um, recently, which I will not name. He's amazing. He's mm-hmm. a white male, and he had this amazing suit on with tennis shoes on. Don't tell me that Will Smith could walk up with some tennis shoes and you'd but you guys wouldn't be like, what's going on, bruh? You know Take what I mean? So it just into this, yeah. No, and that isn't even. It's not even just award yeah. shows. I mean, let's throw it back to high school prom or go or right. people that are just trying to go out. There is a certain level that you have to be on, and you're just not gonna get in here. And honestly, like the cool surfboard, uh, surfboard board. I'm thinking Beyonce, y'all. The cool like surfer boy and like just casual. That's acceptable. That's a thing. That's a, a stereotype. A whole now genre, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a whole genre for a lot of white guys. But for a black guy, you show up in some shorts it, no, right. So why Ugh. is that? That's what I want to know. Why is it such why a distinct difference? That's what you guys to? need to tell for us. Real. I don't know who we talk to. I mean, us as black people, we per- perpetuate the stereotype too. The thing about in school, uh-huh. if you don't have the fresh, and when we were growing up, the fresh white Nikes on the first day of school, and you know your fresh first day of school outfit, mm-hmm. then you won't pop it. And, and it's you can like, look shitty the second, third <laughs> right. day, <laughs> right? But it's like, and your friends were like, no, no, you have to where you're and, and it's like you had to you felt pressured to do that because your friends were all like you know you have to do it even to this day it's we perpetuate that stereotype and we gotta get out of it I guess yeah. I don't think we have to get out of it 
I think we need to shop less and we need to be more financially responsible. That's we true. don't have to have the name brand everything. And I don't think every I don't think I don't black think people do that. Have I to have personally like the, am so over all that. I don't yeah, need all the name brands. But, that, but that's you. That's not all all yeah, black people. Yeah. But um Jordans Y'all don't need to stay in line for those yes, Jordans. Jordans. Yes. And ladies, I don't I don't know um Louboutins. what our thing is. Yes. Louboutins. Louboutins are definitely We gotta stop that. You can't have all the latest no. everything. Yeah. I think I think being uh balanced is key. The key thing I learned right. from this episode. I think that's oh my god, this is another point I just thought about. When you said being balanced and like not necessarily staying up with the latest thing, all I think of is iPhones and how smart the iPhone, the Apple company is in general. They got every last right. one. To I, have I got every the 6S six S months and I to have, have an update. You just had... I, let me tell you people. It's I had you, the 6, it's just us. No, but I'm saying, I had the 6, I went and got the 6S, it ain't worth it. It's really <laughs> not. Nothing really changed. You know what I mean? I paid that much money for What? It's like we just all they have they have sunk into that um idea that everyone wants to be cool and everyone wants the next thing. And I don't even think that applies to just black people. I think that's a people thing, which is why I mean, because I don't think the Apple store can just succeed on like all oh, black people buying our stuff. They succeed no, because we everyone. are all every six months getting a new phone. Right. But but you know? the thing is, since everything is becoming online, it is becoming a necessity to be up to date on the latest app. They even with Apple, you have to update your stuff all the time mm-hmm. or you get shut out from regular things that you're used to doing. So they Apple is smart. Mm-hmm. They are they are yeah. genius. We all they got an iPhone, so. <laughs> they're genius yeah. but I think they know that and that's a marketing tool that they have we're going to put out the latest and the greatest and we're going to shut down your stuff slowly mm-hmm. because y'all my phone exploded mm-hmm. before I upgraded I'm talking about <laughs> went to sleep had it on the charger this thing is Didn't bulk up, up. <laughs> and I, I, you need your phone to get around or at least me I, I'm not going to the old fashioned map no, I need my quest. GPS right. <laughs> I, so uh, that's one way that, they, that they've gotten us but that's besides the point let's talk about Bo and her family Okay, because what wasn't this the first time we saw Bo and her mom? No, her mom. No, her we mom saw her at uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving. 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 Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we see that they're on Skype, and I love how love. they paralleled the two. That they had the same thing going yeah. on. What did you guys think about that mother daughter conversation? Beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was weird, but it was yeah. Beautiful. They're weird for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like get in front of my camera so I can read your aura. <laughs> and it's like what? <laughs> That's weird, but it was but cute. It was cute. It was very cute. Yeah, but I thought, it, it's nice to see that um, that even because Bo and um, Dre come from two completely different backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, both black, but different lifestyles. So I love that even Bo has issues with talking about money, and that's mm. something I'm gonna get personal. That's something I struggle with. Like I kind of itch when we have to talk about money because it stresses me out. Yeah, I agree, and I don't know why. I have no idea why. It stresses I me. love money, I, and and it's so funny watching what Bo and and Dre did and they was like you split it up because with my ex when we were together and we lived together it was kind of like that it was like I, I'm a better money planner I can do the money you handle you know other stuff and that's how we did it we split it up I took the money he did that and it's I don't know probably because I'm a math nerd I just mm-hmm. love like numbers and stuff mm-hmm. so I love like a lot of money and my mom does this little thing where she has all these little folders because she I don't know why she doesn't want to put her money in the bank but she has that we're going to get on that right oh. but she has folders and she just like oh you know um vacation Duh. and she just puts her money you know in there and wow. well see that sounds like it's fun I think it freaks me out because I, I'm trying to save and I put this amount of money towards this and it, it just scares me talking mm-hmm. about like yeah. just the planning for the future you never feel like you're prepared enough so mm-hmm. just talking about it in the present scares me which mm-hmm. is bad on my part and I think a lot of other people as we can see with Bo struggle with the same thing yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah we definitely do 
I uh, thought it was interesting that you just said your mom. I mean, Courtney's probably going to say the same thing about your mom not wanting to put her money in the bank. Because I used to mm-hmm. make a joke about that, saying that I would always start putting my money under my mattress. Because I was like, the bank just, it just never felt like enough. You would go and you'd be like, I definitely have $104. No. Nope. 369 I'm convinced. What? I'm convinced. I'd be like, no. What did I, I didn't do anything. So y'all, because, feel, y'all feel like Bo, where she, her parents taught her that money is pretty pretty much the root of all evil, where it's like money is about <laughs> love. It brings, uh, it's a bridge no. between love and war. No, oh. I love money. It's just the bank I'm not too sure <laughs> on. I'm sure Wells Fargo has dipped their hands in my account a few times because I have been like, I know I have $123 yes. and 22 cents in my account. Girl. And sure enough, and when it says 1587, you'd be like, <laughs> what? what? You guys. Like, what? Fees, the fees oh, cannot be that bad. I actually, that's the only thing that I like vow by. I got a bank account at a very early age. So I am just like, put it there. Yeah. Not necessarily let it sit monitor it and whatnot. That's one thing I'm good at. I don't overspend unless it's food, y'all. I'm guilty about that. <laughs> but I don't overspend with the shopping and all of that. Um, so, I don't know. I just don't like talking about it because I don't know about it. I'm ignorant to stocks and charitable, yeah. what they say, charitable donations. Yeah. I mean, I need to get put on pretty well, much. Well, charity, yeah. well, I can say, if you keep donating to charity and your ties is charitable, <laughs> you don't, and then you can write those off. God ain't mad about that. Just make sure you tie off your refund check. Right. But, so, I mean, if you give, you know, charities, then you write that off. That's why so many businesses and so many people are like giving so much in December because they're trying to go ahead and get it out so they can write it off this oh, month wow. for taxes. Okay. So much to learn. Okay. Let's quickly <laughs> quickly talk about the kids. Wait, before we talk about the kids, let's talk about Dre and Bo because they threw some slugs at each other where we had our mouths, our mouths were yes. dropped. That is a no-no. Pretty much. Um, so they started throwing some slugs at each other because money wasn't right. And we know when money is tight, people start People arguing. get angry. That's the number that's one. That's one of the was. main causes of divorce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, hold up, we're being a little too real. He said, mm-mm. I said, yeah, that's He not. said, we're going to have to mm-hmm. talk about the, the waxing, waxing and the that was wrong. I should save on Drano. Her whole life, like oh, that was that dang. was mean. That but was she, low but she did and talk she came about back. it. She came back. She talked she about a diet. Back. So why is it we do that? I mean, it's not. I'm not even why. It's just when we get older, the men start having the dad bods, and the women they start getting hair because the hormones. You know? <laughs> I mean, listen, they're easy. Yeah, it's not easy being either of those people. And I thought it was just so funny because everything. Um, just their relationship this episode was so beautiful. beautiful. It was very, I wrote down, they have such a great young parent vibe. Like, they were young parents, but they were still like, listen, we, you know, it wasn't, it was like kids had their own thing and the parents had their own thing and I like that they have a relationship that goes beyond just having kids. Mm-hmm. They look you like know, they were so, trying to figure out Yeah, life really trying to figure out life. So I thought that was beautiful. such a beautiful depiction of that, but it was so funny because when she was you know, when they get angry, you see what happens, you know? And even later when she came back and said, I thought I was married to a man they handle business. That was low. You know, that was a low. Uh, you low. Don't, I don't know. I <laughs> was so disappointed in Bo for saying that because as a man, and that you know all they carry is they pride. And their <laughs> yeah. pride is everything. And to provide and to be the smart one and to be the strong one. And then right. you just pretty much took his balls and just was like, <laughs> th- to snatch them off and mm. threw them in the trash. Like, that's not right. That but is I mean, not she was, right. 
I saw you guys' I, reaction, and I and I was like, but sometimes you gotta say something. Y'all were like, no, no and I was like, say oh, that. I think it's some things uh. you kind of not that you have to keep your you have to say it a certain way. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. keep your mouth shut in marriage. You gotta be honest, yeah. but you have to say it a certain, certain way. way, and that just wasn't the way that to say it. it. Mm-hmm. But that brought up the point of I feel like you know both. I feel like women. It's kind of a gender role. Hold on, what up, what did I write down? Um, maybe the women should be handling the finances because I feel like a lot of women go into relationships like Bo's mom where she lets her man take over and now they live in in an RV. (laughs) And that's not what she thought that your life was going to be. So I feel like instead of it being like, oh, you know, I thought I married a man because of business, the roles have reversed. Look, if you're better in this area, then you take that on. If if you can make a bomb sandwich for the kids and you're a man, you make that sandwich. So I feel like that was another thing that they touched on that I really liked is that she She's learning from her mom that you do not have to do it the way I did it because you mm. might be living in an RV or you're going to be living, not even in an RV, but you'll be living the way that he thinks it should be. Let's go ahead and do this together. Yeah, yeah and I, that's how, I don't think it's it's a matter of, you know, whether the woman does it or the man does it, like you said. It's a matter of whoever does it best. And you guys, mm-hmm. and why you get married is because one person has strengths in an area that you don't. And so you guys just kind of click. Mm-hmm. And it's like finding out who's str- stronger in the financial part. And if it's the man, then he does it. If it's neither one of y'all, figure it out. Y'all figure it out or call James Brown. But that's what I was going to ask. So sorry. I know we have um, a little bit of time, but did you see the contrast between the financial planners? I was like, James Brown. What's what's up with this, bro? What's going on? You know, the guy at the office happens to have a way better one. I was like, y'all, this is craziness. But it was, it was very funny just saying like what he's, what was important to him versus the other financial planners. Exactly. It was great. The kids, one word on what you thought about the kids and how Junior was handling them probably having a meltdown financially. I wish I could figure out the word. I don't don't. have one. Um, I got one. Dothraki. <laughs> what did you say? Again, this episode, Junior was weird as, as <laughs> shit. He was just, he was a little weird. I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't understand what they were doing with Junior's character. We we keep wanting a stronger, you know, not necessarily a stronger male because he's 14 and we get it and, you know, he's all going through that stuff, but he's not it's like he's, it's like almost a joke a little bit. Is that it weird is to joke. say? I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what I thought about his character today. I, I just, I wasn't really understanding what was going on. Funny, uh, because there was a collaboration between the kids and mm-hmm. scenes, but him alone, I was like, I don't really get what, what we're talking about. I yeah. don't know. It's just me. Okay, anyway. you guys, we have run out of time. We wish we could continue to so talk about Blackish yeah. and get into some predictions, but you guys, go ahead and leave your predictions below. Let us know what you thought about this episode mm-hmm. and tweet us. Tweet me at Tesnos and use that hashtag ABTV Blackish. Where can they find you guys? Hello, everybody. Make sure you tweet me, Instagram me, at Lynn with two N's. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for watching. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at One Take Stace. And it doesn't matter what your budget is, do not give up your hair products. Look at that quote. See <laughs> <laughs> you guys later. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Megan. Buzz you later! (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 